welcome to the Florida Travel Podcast, episode 25 about road tripping the Florida 19. The Florida Travel Podcast is a podcast to help Florida residents and visitors get the more, get the more, get the most or more out of the Sunshine State. I'm Tanya. <laughs> I'm Christina. This week we are sponsored by Bookshop. Bookshop is an online bookstore that allows you to shop both your local bookstore or bookshops across the country. We use Bookshop to compile our favorite road trip resources, fun beach reads, or classic favorites. It's easy to use and each purchase supports the bookstore you choose. And if you don't choose a bookstore, proceeds are divided among hundreds of bookstores across the country. It's a great way to shop local. Visit floridatravelpod.com slash bookshop to see our must-read lists and start shopping local today. Before we talk about road trips, let's go into our Florida tip of the week. And my tip is packing a first aid kit for your car. Christina, do you have a first aid kit in your car? Uh. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> you never know when something minor and hopefully nothing major happens, but having a first aid kit in your car prepares you for those minor annoyances like soothing bug bites, covering scrapes, to something like putting antiseptic spray on a deep cut when you've cut your foot on a rock at the beach. Don't how ask, do you know? <laughs> don't ask me how I know about this one. <laughs> hey, in my defense, I do have a first aid kit in the trailer, and it's quite extensive. Okay, but you don't always take the trailer for a road trip. Well, you know, whatever. <laughs> but what else? What I else? also have sunscreen, okay? <laughs> okay. I, I feel like you're feeling a little angry about this. <laughs> <laughs> buy a pre-made road trip or first aid kit and stick it in your car got it yes mom okay but add, add sunscreen make sure it. there's sunscreen <laughs> this week we are going to continue our road trip series all around the great state of florida and you may have caught our road trip episode on the a1a jacksonville to daytona beach back on episode 21 this week, we're going to go to the other side of the state and talk about the Florida 19. I have sunscreen in my car. Okay. <laughs> We've moved on, Christina. I haven't. Okay. <laughs> All right. Tarpon Springs to Spring Hill. Yes. Do you know what's so cool about this area, Tanya? Uh, I have a feeling you're going to tell me. I grew up there. Oh, so of course, it's like visiting a celebrity's hometown, yeah. right? <laughs> What's really funny is that in this in this trip that we are taking here, the uh, Tarpon Springs, Spring Hill, my actual hometown is right smack in the middle of there called Newport Ritchie, and there wasn't a single place I found in Newport Ritchie oh, that I could put on this list. <laughs> of course, there's not that much space in between Tarpon Springs and, and Spring Hill, so I've been to everything in the area, just... Not Newport City. <laughs> the Florida 19 actually runs quite a ways mm -hmm. through Florida. I'm I'm kind of taking it, a it look here at the map. It dead ends in Tallahassee. Is, is it, does it go all the way? Into, it looks like it branches off of uh, Gainesville, too, which is funny. But maybe that's just more it's, of a major highway yeah. out of Gainesville. Yeah. But you can pick up the Florida 19 anywhere along the road and then it dead ends kind of in Bradenton on 75 yep. there it joins it at the end of South St. Petersburg so you can explore a lot of things on the Florida 19 mm -hmm. there's and a lot you're going to cover 
Tarpon Springs, Spring Hills. Yep. Keep telling me more. Okay, so Tarpon Spring, see, Spring. It's <laughs> just a, a smidge, Tanya's favorite word, northwest <laughs> of Tampa, and it's on the west coast of Florida. If you go northeast about 32 miles by way of US 19, you will hit Spring Hill. And this is my old stomping ground. <laughs> I love it. Can, I we, ha- can we go back there and stomp around? We can, we can stomp around. <laughs> yeah. So where do we start? Um, so let's start with Homosassa State Park. I love Homosassa State Park. Homosassa is like home of the manatee. Yes. When you think of manatees in Florida, you're probably picturing Homosassa Springs. Because a lot of the pictures have the massive amounts of manatees that congregate in Homosassa. Yes, you can go to see the manatees. You can um, do kayaking and water sports with the manatees. You can get in the springs and you might find a manatee. And they are exactly as described, just these very gentle creatures. Home of the manatees, Homosassa. We've talked about Homosassa before in the state parks. What I love about Homosassa State Park is that you're driving along and, oh, here on this major highway looks like this state park. And it looks like, what are you going to see in this you know, concrete jungle parking lot, but then you take a boat yep. to get to the main part of the state park. It's an adventure. Just visiting is all part of the adventure. You take this little boat across and you get to the springs and you get to the wildlife center and the wildlife state park. It's, I, it's definitely worth a trip and uh, you can camp in Homosassa. You can do all everything we've always talked about. Check out the, the, um, Speak for me, Tanya. FloridaStateParks.org for Homosassa Springs. And you can find out all the different things that you can do in Homosassa State Park. But I, like I said, I really like their wildlife park, nature reserve. I think that was one of these delightful little surprises that I found when we visited that state park. Mm-hmm. That, um, that it makes it, again, a, a worth a day trip. Now, you found this one. <clears throat> Yuli Sugar Mill was not... Uh, not um, familiar to me. So Yulee Sugar Mill, Mill Ruins Historic State Park is the ruins of a sugar mill that operated from 1851 to 1864 in Florida. I think what I found the most interesting about this is the fact that we have sugar here in Florida. It's something that you think of as being grown in the islands, in the Caribbean, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think of sugar cane being grown in Florida. It feels so much more tropical than what we are, but it was a sugar mill that was operated in Florida and then trucked off to Fernandina Beach, the other side of our road trip area, and railroaded across the country. So it provided sugar um, for the country back in the 1850s and 1864. Here's another aspect of your road tripping is the historic side. I love love those little historic gems that Mm -hmm. we can find throughout the state of Florida. Now that brings me to WikiWatchy, which believe it or not is theme park slash historic. Oh, (laughs) WikiWatchy is fantastic. It is so that old Florida location. And, and it tells you something that, that we're going to have more story time with Christina on this episode. Story time with Christina. I'm so excited. So Wiki Wachi was about 30 minutes from my house. And I 
cannot tell you, I don't think I could even count how many times I've been to Wikiwachi. My grandparents used to bring me there. My, Of course, my parents brought me there, my mom, my, my parents. But my grandparents used to bring me to Wikiwachi. And at the time, they only had like four little things to see, you know, aside from the, they had the river cruise, they had the birds of prey, then they had this like comedic bird show. And of course, the ever historic mermaids. Now, Tanya always jokes that I have had every type of job in the world. And she's like, if you tell me that you've been a mermaid, and then I asked her if she knows me at all, because if she knew me at all, she would know there was no chance I could swim in that cold water for that long to be a Wikiwachi mermaid. So I have not been a Wikiwachi mermaid. But because Wikiwachi is part of the springs in Florida, which means that water is... It's 72 degrees. 72 degrees (laughs) year round. Those are some tough people right there, because now they've got... got the the prince in there and they've got the mermaids so there's it's not just the mermaids anymore and they've got a whole show and I, we've been back um in recent years and, and gotten to see mermaids of the past and it's really neat uh, that's my story time but i have some amazing sentimental attachment believe it or not yes mike my husband who thinks i have no sentimental value oh, i have oh. sentimental value to wiki Watchy because i have so many memories with my grandparents at that park it's a theme park but attached to it is a water park a yes water this park. Is, it's such a, what a what an interesting unique state park system that we have that there is Right. Water slides. It, attached to a, a nature park that's that's full a, of shows and attractions. Attached to mermaids. Attached which to is mermaids. Great Florida roadside attraction. So funny. Okay, so here's my description. Wikiwachi is an enchanted spring where you can see live mermaids, which I would have was never a mermaid. You should have been though. Take a trip on a river boat cruise and learn about Florida wildlife and swim in the pristine waters of Buccaneer Bay. You can embark on a paddling adventure down the pristine waterway of the Wikiwachi River. Um, this next little tidbit is, <laughs> I, it is a hundred percent true. And I saw it a million times in my lifetime, but as you drive near Wikiwachi, you need to look for the historic pink dinosaur. It is a pink <laughs> dinosaur of uncertain species. <laughs> he is literally Pepto Bezmol colored pink. And he has been there my, as long as I don't even know, 22 feet high, 58 feet long and he dates from 1962 wow he was built by taxidermist jacob fox bauer and his brother to promote the family museum dinosaur wildlife oh i love again roadside attraction yep old florida old florida so the dinosaur remains after all this time the, the museum is not there but you have oh. to look we always used to where's the pink di- there's the pink dinosaur we always look for it it was just one of those things that we that we had in in uh in old florida by wikiwachi I haven't been to Wikiwachi in years and this and the pink dinosaur really makes me want to travel there <laughs> soon and take the a paddling trip. And He's been repainted. Oh, well, I'm sure you have to after but a little while. But he's still Pepto-Bismol pink. That's, it's iconic. Yep, it is iconic. I yep. love it. Where are we going next? So, oh, oh, yes. The uh, Nature Coast Botanical Garden. So this is a good place if you love gardening. Um, you want to get away from daily stresses. They have this beautiful garden located just off Spring Hill Drive near US 19. It's three and a half acres. It's been transformed into an oasis of beauty and serenity. During the daylight hours, you can visit the gardens and enjoy the beauty of, of nature and find tranquility in the middle of a suburban area, which it legit is the middle of a suburban area. 
Um, that's that area is full of houses and schools and stores. And then there's this, this beautiful garden. So just a, a little botanical garden there to see. You can request a tour for four, for five or more people. Um, so if you want a special tour outside of their normal visiting time, which is, I believe, Saturday afternoons, they're open for a few hours to the public. And then you can also call and say, hey, I've got a group of 10 people. We'd love to come tour the gardens and they will set up a tour for you. I love it. And you know what I just found on their website? They have a little waterfall. And we talked on a previous episode how there are no waterfalls in Florida except for the man-made ones. Yep. They're in Ocala, but they have one too. They do have one. Yes. What a great little stop just to, you know, get outside, stretch your legs when you're road tripping. It's important to make stops from time to time and see the nature. And it's an educational place as well. So... Yay, we got in history, education, theme we got parks. Nature, roadside attractions. All right, I got another one for you. You got another one. This is all you. So, Lift Adventure Park. Um, this is a spring fed lake, which is common in that area. However, you should keep in mind 19 is on the coast, it's, it's okay. by the Gulf, but this one is a spring fed lake. Um, it's an aqua park. Have you ever heard of an aqua park? I have. And looking at this <laughs> looks like so much fun. Yes. It is a um, inflatable obstacle course um, that you can run through. They have races. Um, they also have a wakeboard park. Um, you can paddle. There's a public beach. There's volleyball courts, concession stands. It's just a total fun, like, Adventure, Adventure day. Obstacle yeah. course. Yeah. So imagine all those inflatables that you see at the state fairs or just even when people have them in their backyard for birthday parties. This is that on steroids. Yeah. They're everywhere. I feel like I've seen a few of these aqua adventure parks. I feel like I've only seen them in Florida. I'm sure, obviously, you can do this on any lake anywhere across the United States. However, this just really feels like a typical or uniquely Florida type of attraction because it can stay up year round. Yep. And, and with it, well, I mean, that one's a spring fed one. I don't know about that. (laughs) Which means it's cold. Is that what you're telling me? But that means it's cold year round. Actually, if it's a spring fed lake, it's actually warmer than the springs itself. Okay. Because it's still a lake. It's just got a bubbling from underneath the spring water comes up from underneath. So this is that, um, so you talked about the wake park and what I'm looking at, this is one of those where they have you on a pulley Mm -hmm. and you're holding on to the rope and you're basically wakeboarding you probably i know some of these places also have water skiing Mm -hmm. that it just pulls you along at a consistent speed which is a little bit different than being behind a boat right and what a great way to learn how to do that before you get out on a boat Yes, just ask my friend Brian, who tried to teach me how to wakeboard off the back of his boat. That did and not go so well. No, I can't water ski either. I can I, water ski. I have a hard time with it for Boy, some reason. Every but. time he pushed that throttle down, that rope just <sighs> yanked right out of my hands. I tried desperately. Come on, Brian, teach me how to wakeboard properly. <laughs> okay, I, yeah. So that's the Lift Adventure Park, also on 19. Now, this was this is funny. Hudson is like... Um, this little teeny tiny hole in the wall town, Hudson, (laughs) they have a theater in Hudson. Like it's, it's a cute little town. It's, um, cultural at the same time. It's, it's a sea, it's a sea town. So, um, 
that was where we parked our boat for the majority. Well, not the majority, about half of my childhood years. We had a boat at a marina called Skeleton Key in in Hudson until my dad and I took the boat and transported it down new, to Newport Ritchie. Um, and we got stuck in the middle of the ocean. Shout out to my dad. It's another story time with Christina. <laughs> well, it's my hometown. Of course, I got stories. <laughs> Hudson is a fishing town nestled north of Tampa Bay. It's about... Um, and Clearwater is about 30 minutes north. Um, it's there's springs in Hudson, um, but also it's right, Hudson is right on the Gulf of Mexico. Um, it there's some amazing fishing adventures that you can have right there in Hudson, charter boats and such that you can take out. Um, you can do manatee and dolphin tours on boats, which is always magical on its own. It's the sunsets in that area are spectacular. I think that's why I like the Gulf side more because you get the sunsets. Yeah. And on the West side, we had a, um, there was a, there's a Hudson Beach is there. Hudson Beach is this teeny tiny rinky dink little beach, but it was our beach. It was where we went when we were just gunning for a quick trip to the beach. So Hudson Beach is there and there's a restaurant on that beach called Sam's. And they play music on Sunday nights. My dad used to be like, hey, let's head over to Sam's and we'll get some Italian ice and we dance to the music. My dad was really good at the um, at, at like the jitterbug kind of dancing. And, and he would take me dancing with the with the band that was playing. And we had so much fun at what Sam's. What a good memory. Yeah, I told you. These See, are sentimental. I do have <laughs> sentimentality. <laughs> I, I, that's what, what a great location, though. If you want to go deep sea fishing, or and take a charter boat. It sounds like the Hudson Charter Company is mm-hmm. the one to look at. And I think that's that's a great suggestion along I-19. It's not far from Tampa. I'm wondering and guessing maybe it's going to be a little less crowded. It is definitely a less crowded town. It's a very small town. Um, so here's the thing. We I grew up on a boat. You know this. Um, we had a lot of years invested in fishing equipment. We knew what to, what to do when we got stuck out on the water. And we had the proper communication and that kind of stuff. Um, but we'd been doing that, that for our whole lives. If you if you are just taking a trip to Hudson, charter a boat with someone who is professional, who knows what they're doing, who can direct you to the right places to fish, who can give you an experience that you couldn't do on your own because you don't have the background or the knowledge to do it. Even if you do have the background and the knowledge, but you're not from this area, you won't it's have worth the equipment. Char- well, you may not have the equipment, or even if you, you know, are driving over from a different area, you may you're not going to know the area well enough, and it makes it worth chartering a boat so that also you all can be out there enjoying the experience, and someone doesn't have to worry about right. driving and navigating and where to go. It's always nice to have someone to do that for you. So you'll find redfish, snook, trout. Trout was our big one. Tarpon was our big one. We used to fish for trout and tarpon all the time. They're there year round. And of course, you know, your dolphins, they always used to fly by the side of our boat. I love it. How how also beautifully, uniquely Florida. Right, right. And it was, you know, um, it was unprompted. They were just there. (laughs) They were just there. Um, Howard Park was uh, our our next like next level beach. It was our almost a trip, but also it was our you know like our hometown beach. It is a little bit further down uh, by Tarpon Springs. Now nineteen, we have skipped over Newport Ritchie. Oh, <laughs> oops! <laughs> if only you knew what it was like to grow up in Newport Ritchie. <laughs> 
Um, they have pavilions with grills. They have incredible, beautiful white sandy beaches. You can climb out on the rocks and they have windsurfing area, ball fields. They have beautiful showers, two playgrounds, and there's a causeway. So the causeway is where people can pull off and they can fish. You can swim. You can put kayaks in there. Again, this is the Gulf, um, but just it is an all around great park to go to Howard Howard Park um, down by Tarpon Springs um, just a smidge north <laughs> just a smidge I I have um, I have a story of climbing over a fence where it says do not jump off the bridge which has left me with a scar in my foot because you jumped, <laughs> off, I the jumped off the bridge <laughs> everybody jumped off the disclaimer, bridge disclaimer it was not applicable to locals like in our last episode disclaimer a, message don't jump don't off the do bridge. what christina does it was trudged out we'd done it for years i just happened to hit my foot mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I, sure sure <laughs> so moving on now <laughs> to tarpon springs How convenient mm-hmm. <laughs> we need to keep moving tanya we are on a clock oh that's right <laughs> Tarpon Springs is known for its Greek traditions. I am so excited about Tarpon Springs, and I can't wait to hear all of the things you tell me about Tarpon Springs. This has been high on my list for so long, and I have yet to get over there. I know you you really don't need to convince me, but convince me. Well, what's in Tarpon Springs? Tarpon Springs. First of all, they're loaded with Greek everything, Greek restaurants. I mean, there was a time period that that there was this restaurant. It's not there anymore called Pappas, but it was like the restaurant that we all went to Pappas to eat Greek food. You will not find a bad Greek restaurant in Tarpon Springs because they're always run by people who know exactly the Greek tradition. They do. They have this amazing Greek history. Mm -hmm. Do we know why? Why, how did the Greeks end up in Tarpon Springs? Um, I don't know because I was a child going there. I don't think I ever paid attention to how it ended up being a Greek town. I'm sure it has to do with uh, them settling there. You know, I'm and- sure, like anything else, right? It's just because now, a lot of people decided to live there together. And and it's it's still so concentrated with, with Greek tradition. So Tarpon is known for its sponges, So have you ever held a a sponge from the ocean, like actually straight out of the ocean? Not the ones that I use to wash my dishes with, right? (laughs) Yeah, there are these big, fluffy, like mustard yellow color, and they are farmed out of Tarpon Springs there. I think that's so cool. They take boats out and they... they, Again, who knew that that happened in Florida? I know. And, And so one of our favorite things to do was to walk up and down the sponge docks. Okay. So these are they're the docks where the boats go out to, to harvest the sponges. And all the stores are loaded with sponges. Like you can get sponges. Of course you can get shells, but don't tell Tanya. <laughs> okay, yes. Yeah. And um, and I, I mean, there's just this unique feel to walking in and out of these shops because it's all authentic. It's all like right from there. Right from, I, I need to go. And and of course, so a, a nice stroll through the shops, a nice stop at a Greek restaurant, sit and watch the, the sunset over the over the golf. And, and you've made yourself a nice afternoon in Tarpon Springs at the sponge docks. I mean, and again, going down to the docks doesn't sound like an interesting thing to do normally, but you want to talk about all of the yeah. sponges and I'm looking at pictures and I mean, these sponges are huge. They're huge. They're definitely, you know, 
And and honestly, they're not like you think of a sponge and you squeeze a sponge and it feels like soft and mushy. They're not. They're hard and they're full of large holes because they were they were on the bottom of the ocean or on the bottom of the Gulf. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I um yeah. So because um of the sponges is what led to the high concentration of Greek heritage in that area because a lot of the first divers came from the islands in Greece. Here's the funny thing that you mentioned the divers. There's um, these dive suits that they wore back, you know, in the early oh, days that had yeah. the helmet on them, the big, and there, you can see them down there. So they have the diver. I, I've had, I don't know how many pictures you could probably, you could probably, what's it called when you progression, age progression pictures yes. of me with that diver. It's just a, oh, a no. st- <laughs> like a statue diver and it's got that, that top on it and they would have the hose that came out so that they could breathe. And that's how they went down with their weighted boots to, to get the sponges. Do you know that Tarpon Springs is, parts of Tarpon Springs are listed on the National Register of Historic Places? Um, I, I do know that, and it's not surprising when you go there and you see the level of history. For such a strange, small fishing, t- sponging town, like why? <laughs> it's, I, it, yeah, but they have, they're known for their, their cathedrals and their buildings. Yes, that Greek Orthodox cathedral mm-hmm. is a replica of the St. Sophia Cathedral in Constantinople. I am not singing the song, Tanya. <laughs> Please? Not going to happen. <laughs> Which is now Istanbul. Constantinople. Yeah. See, you say, uh-huh, <laughs> you I got you. You can't not do it. <laughs> what else can we do in Tarpon Springs? They have the Safford House. Um, visiting the home of one of the city's original developers is a journey back in time. Safford House has been restored to its original Victorian splendor and is open to the public. Um, today, the Safford residence is listed on the National Registry of Historic Places and is owned by the city of Tarpon. Very, very cool. Um, you have more on here, too. Mm, okay, hold on. <laughs> I'm frozen. Oh, <laughs> okay. Technical difficulties. It's in. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, so it's 19th century Florida vernacular architecture. If you like architecture and you're into that kind of thing, this is definitely a place to stop if you've ever, if you've ever look it up and see it, but it's worth seeing it in person. Um, it's filled with period furniture, furnishings and original family possessions that bring the Stafford family to life. A visit offers the opportunity to get acquainted with the family and experience Florida life from more, from more than 100 years ago. I love it. Mm-hmm. History, history, and sponges. History and sponges. Tarpon Springs is just, you and know. the best part, Greek food, authentic Greek food, and I- and so um, also something else. Tanya, you mentioned the sunsets on on the West Coast. I mean, they're they're unmatched, really. Um, but Tarpon Springs offers a huge array of cruises, like day cruises, dolphin cruises. Of course. Uh, sunset cruises, island sightseeing, all led by people who have pretty much lived there their whole lives. They know what they're doing. They know the areas. And you cannot go wrong finding one of these cruises to have these people give you a tour of the area and see the most beautiful sunsets, the most beautiful dolphins, and just cruise around the area and see all there is to see in Tarpon Springs. I love it. I love the idea of a sunset cruise and then coming back and having Greek food. Right? <laughs> or start off with the Greek food. Actually, they have dinner How about cruises start too. start and finish with the Greek food? And, and, and go on a dinner cruise so you could start this beginning, during, and after. I love Greek food. I'm all about it. I didn't get that from what you've been saying. <laughs> Where to next? Tarpon Historic District. 
This encompasses approximately 700 acres. Wow. There's 145 historic buildings. Um, the historic significance of the district focuses on events, architecture, engineering, and periods of significance include 1925 to 1949, 1900 to 1924, and 1875 to 1899. So there's some very deep-rooted history there in Tarpon Springs. I love it. Mm-hmm. All right. Are you ready to go into our, our pick three rapid fire? What would you do on this I not I nineteen Florida nineteen road trip. Does it count if I've done it all? I mean, I mean you have actually this is the Lift Adventure. Lift Adventure Park is fairly new to me as okay. far as um, things that I've done. I would hundred percent. I would do everything on the Sponge Docks. So I'm just going to use that Sponge Docks, Lift Adventure Park, and Wikiwachi, and it's all rooted in my um, sentimental values. I love it. I I, I think. She's really trying to make a point to her husband. I am. In this. I hope you're listening, Mike. <laughs> I would, well, I, 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 you obviously know I'm going to go for the Greek, Greek food. food. I'm going to go dine all over Tarpon Springs and take a sunset cruise because I love the sunset. And I want to go back to Wikiwachi. It's been a long time since I've been there. That I you will not regret it. <laughs> to, I, I definitely need to do the water park at Wikiwachi. It's That's a something I haven't done. Got to swim out to the dock and jump off. And now it's time for our featured Florida product of the week. Each week we share our favorite Florida products from small businesses throughout the state. And this week... Did I, did I say I was going to talk about this one? Yeah. I think I did. This week, to me, sounds like the perfect road trip snack. Grimaldi Candy Company has been offering the finest gourmet chocolates in the country, but including their famous and original chips and chocolate. Chocolate-covered potato chips. Doesn't that sound... Very strange. <laughs> very strange. But you know how that's sweet and salty? Yes. <laughs> I mean, you eat chocolate-covered pretzels. Yep. Why not chocolate-covered potato, potato chips? chips? I like it. I like it. They also offer, in true Florida fashion, chocolate-covered citrus strips. Mm. And you can order them online at GrimaldiCandies.com, or you can visit one of their Space Coast locations where you can get a tour. Nice. I love it. Where can we find the Florida Travel Pod? Florida Travel Pod can be found on Facebook and Instagram at Florida Travel Pod. And this is also the best place to comment with your favorite tips. If you could pick any place here in Tarpon Springs or Spring Hill, where would you go? And ideas about any things that we talked about. Make sure to check the show notes in your favorite podcast player or visit floridatravelpod.com slash blog for links and more details about everything you heard in today's episode. And reach out to us on email at hello at floridatravelpod.com. You can support the Florida Travel Pod by following us and leaving us a review on your favorite podcast player. This really does help others discover our content. And if you do leave us a review, we would gladly read it on the air. Just make sure that it's a great positive review, right? (laughs) No, we'll read all of them. If you enjoy our content, consider supporting us on Patreon. You can choose to donate monthly or even a one-time donation. Go to patreon.com slash Florida Travel Pod. And when you donate, our supporters will get shout outs, postcards, stickers, and more depending on your level of support. We may even have some surprises along the way for our supporters. This really does allow us to give you the best content from the Sunshine State. 
Stay tuned next week as we talk about Clearwater, Florida. We're going to keep going on this Florida 19 road trip and head on down and talk all about Clearwater. But that's it for this week. I'm Tanya. I'm Christina. Stay sunny, everyone. 